Hello there, friends, family, supporters, audience. This is Baldwin Talk. I am the imposter, AKA the true Aquarian. And this is Raven here. Hello, hello, this is Art Boo. Triple J's mom in the house. Mr. Man. Good evening, everyone. This is E. Matt just saying hello on the airwaves. So today's topic may be a heavy topic. It may go into um, part two and a part three because of how deep in kind of religious it gets. Today's topic is about family and generational curses. I don't know about you guys, but they kind of go in hand in hand. And I only say that because it's a generational thing. It's, and it's when, when people talk about generational curse, curses, they're not talking about, oh, what my generation did. They're talking about, they usually are talking about what they did in their family and stuff. But speaking on family, Family is a group of one or more parents and their children living together as a unit. Another definition of a family, all the descendants of a common ancestor. How y'all doing, family? <laughs> General generational curses is a habit of excuse me, a habit or behavior that has been passed from one generation to the next. Parents strive to make sure that the life they lead will help their children live a better one. Children practice what they have learned on their own and what they have gathered from generations before them. Now, when looking into this topic, and yes, we do our research because what would be the point of us discussing something if we didn't know what we were talking about. I looked it up and I was like, okay, so it kind of sounds like when, it, when you talk about a generational curse, kind of talk, kind of sounds like we're talking about traditions. A tradition is the transmission of customs or beliefs from generation to generation, or the fact of being passed on in this way. I don't know, those two kind of go hand in hand, generational curses and tradition. And if you think of tradition and generational curses, like I said, I'm thinking family too. And it's not like it's a bad thing per se. It's not. But in my opinion, they kind of, they're similar. What do you people think, Mr. Maine? Yes, that's kind of a... That's a heavy topic because a lot of things that deals with families, what their person is taught or what their parents or grandparents or whomever raised them, teach them, a lot of times it's not what has happened in the past. But human beings believe that it is. They believe that if, the, if they had a bunch of junkies in their family, they, they're going to grow up and become junkies, which is not true. Or if mama had a baby out of wedlock and before she was married and all of that, she her daughters and her sons are gonna have babies out of wedlock, which is not true. I just believe it's how a person is raised and what they're taught 
and what they want out of life dictates what happens to them. Okay, so you would agree. So you disagree or you agree that family and generational curses and tradition are similar or don't you? I, I don't I don't believe in it. I don't believe I don't believe in it that it's similar. It may no, I don't believe in it. I do not believe in it. I just can't believe in it. Okay. So speaking on that topic, so you're telling me you as a man, you worked your entire life and you showed your children work ethic. They shouldn't pick that up or should they pick that up? You and your wife could have done that. Are they going to pick it up or they're not? Or is it, oh, they see what they did and they they saw what their parents did. So they have to do what their parents did or I don't, I don't understand. Would you think that we would be something that was passed down? That's what parents try to do. They, if they put good examples out, they will hope that their children will pick up on those good examples. But you said, which is a curse or something that's bad. That That is what I'm talking about. Family. Good family. Uh, what's it called? Family what? Oh, family. And then it's end generational curses. Generational curses. That's what I'm talking about. Is it kind of traditional too? I, I, in that sense? Well, if you don't mind, um, this is e.mec. I'm going to just jump right in and say, um, I just want to thank the imposter for providing the definition. She's so great with that, and that's awesome. Um, but I just want to break that down just a little bit. And I also have something else that I want to add. Um, you went over the general definition of a generational curse. As you said, it's a habit or behavior that has been passed on from one generation to the next. Parents strive to make sure that they lead or their life that they lead will help their children live a better one. Children practice what they have learned on their own and what they have gathered from generations before them. I personally feel as though they go hand in hand. It may not, I agree, the word curse might be uh, a bit abrasive. It has a negative connotation on it, but it's still what the children are observing. Now that's on the general side. I want to take it to biblical. A generational curse is believed to be passed down from one generation to another due to rebellion against God. If your family line is marked by divorce, incest, poverty, anger, or other ungodly patterns, you're likely under a generational curse. The Bible says that these curses are tied to choices. Exodus chapter 20, verse 5 through 6 states, Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them, nor serve them. For I, the Lord, well, excuse me, for I, the Lord thy God, <clears throat> am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me, and shewing mercy unto thousands of them that love me and my commandments. I feel as though that also kind of ties in. And I, I have questions regarding that because uh, I, I thought the covenant was broken. That one was broken with the death of Jesus. But when I was doing my research, I didn't see anything about that being um, listed. So 
I don't know how I feel about that, but I believe that there are generational curses. And I mean, again, curse is a very harsh word, but things do roll down. If you have diabetes because your mother and your father has diabetes, that's something that you pass down from your child. It's something that could not be avoided, but yet it's still there. I'm going to let someone else give some feedback. No, I'll take over because, um, yes, and uh, thank you for your input, E.Mac. That was really nice. Um, there's a lot to implode there when it comes to family, generational curses, and tradition. Um, one of the questions that I wanted to start off with was, looking back in, child- in your childhood, what is one thing you wish you could have changed? And this is going to only to... Oh, this can go out to everybody because everyone has had a childhood. So starting with Triple J's mom, looking back in in your childhood, what is the one thing you wish you could have changed? I, um, the one thing, well, the one thing I wish I could have changed was being more, I'm going to say more active with, um, I'm going to say active. Um, I'm going to say be more active in school, uh, get out there and get into different types of clubs, maybe, um, sports. That's one thing I really wasn't interested in. Not that I wasn't introduced to it. I just was not interested in it. I kind of believe that if I was interested in it, I, it would probably would have opened up more doors to other things, but, um, that's outside of school. Inside of school, I mean, I'm sorry. I, I said outside of school. That's inside of school. Outside of school, um, I guess it would be the same thing. I guess it would be just me getting out there and doing more outside of my household with my siblings as I got older, As, uh, for example, as teenagers, instead of just sitting in the house, not really doing much. Okay, so I was speaking on as far as generational curses and things that you've noticed that could have changed that you don't want to do with your children if you have them or you do have them. That's what I was talking about and that with with, with what the topic we're talking about. What is one thing, looking back at your childhood, what is one thing you wish you could have changed? Oh, okay, I do apologize about that. Examples being um, getting beatings. Um, going to church. <laughs> okay, so things like that. So I would definitely have to say maybe the spankings. But then again, I don't know because I kind of feel like if you don't discipline your child for certain things, <clears throat> as far as spankings, they would. I, I guess they would grow up to become. I don't know. Like that's 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 a hard one. I that's a really hard one because I didn't get spanked like that as a child. Um, I did, however, see a lot of my siblings get spanked. So if I could change it, I would I would take away the spankings and I would have it to where as though parents would um listen to their children more so versus than just going straight to, oh well, if you're doing this in school, I'm gonna beat your butt. You know, I just I wish that could change. Okay, so you said that you didn't get spankings, but you saw your siblings get spankings like that. Yeah. One thing that I wished that I could have changed growing up is 
and and, and I, I don't know how to say this without offending anybody, but there was a lack of communication. There was growing up. It was a horrendous lack of communication. I get it. Um, I did I come from a large family. But it was a thing of when we spoke about this so on a past episode, not being your ch- child's friend. See, this is where that mindset comes in. You need to be a child's friend to a point. Because if I would have had my parents as my friend, like, and I'm not talking about as my best friend, but as a friend, someone that I respected and loved, not that I feared and hated, but someone that I respected and loved. Oh, I loved them, but it was still a fear and hatred there because of how things went about. The the lack of communication, it 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 would have been better if there would have been communication. And there would actually been friendship and not just, oh, I'm your mother. I told you to do this. I'm your father. You do as I say. I get that. I understand that. But it still needed to be that friendship there. And it wasn't there for me. I don't know about my other siblings, but it wasn't there for me. And then if it would have been, then it my life would have been, it would have turned out a little differently. In my opinion. So that is one thing I would have wanted to change in my childhood communication, them actually wanting to be a friend and not just being, oh, I'm your parent. Them having that mindset where, oh, no, I'm not supposed to be your friend. I'll be your friend when you get older. No, this is where you mold and shape me as a woman, as a as a little girl growing into a preteen, growing into a teenager, going into a young lady, becoming a woman. I'd like to, I'd like to find out exactly what kind of communications are you responding to or you are, are you talking about did you did uh-uh. is everything okay yeah, waiting for someone else to ask, answer the question. Well, I asked you the question. Looking back in your childhood, well, that is a very personable. It's a very personable question. Well, <clears throat> one thing that a generational curse from to me is no, that's that's not what the question was. Looking back in your childhood, what is one thing you would have changed? I would have changed the. I would have changed that my parents would have been more involved in the schools in school with me, because I may I may have failed back in high school, but I needed to go to coach class. Coach class, and every time, by the time I get out of school, it'd be around like five o'clock, and it'd be dark, and. You know, some the streets are not the streets weren't weren't safe when I was growing up. And um they wouldn't pick me up, so I had to catch the bus. I would I would change that with my stu I with my um students. I'm at work now, no. Um I would have changed I would change that with my children, be more involved in their school throughout their years even in high school.
Does anyone want else, else want to answer that question? I, Looking back in your childhood, what is one thing you wish you could have changed? I honestly, and this is E.Mac, um, I wouldn't have changed anything. Um, not that I don't, I don't have any complaints about my childhood. <clears throat> Maybe not as many arguments, but that prepares you for the real world when your parents argue. Um, so yeah, that, I don't, I don't have any, anything that I would change. I believe if you spare the rod, you spoil the child and then there's no discipline and you have a bunch of terrorists running around. So discipline is definitely necessary. Overdoing it, that's when it turns into something else. Um, but yeah. All right, Boo, is there something in your childhood you would have changed? Or are you like E.Mac, a firstborn and the golden child, I suppose? Well, well, for my younger childhood, <clears throat> no, not really. But when I graduated from high school, I wish I had um, just gone to college, straight to college directly after I graduated. Would you say that that's a, okay, um, uh, I guess a, like a generational, I'm not, I'd say, I, <laughs> since I heard the, the, the definitions that were given as far as families, generational curses, I really don't want to say, it, but would you say Art Boo, that that was like a, an effect from your upbringing, like, okay, well, I graduated from <clears throat> from high school now, and it's like, okay, so what do I do next? Am I being encouraged to go to school and finish? Am I being encouraged to go out there and get a job? Well, um, what I mean by it is that I've seen Half of my siblings not they oh we all graduated from um from high school. It's just that we some of them go went to college, they either dropped out or anything. I will I wish I had to just like continue to break that particular curse. And just continue and, um, you know, not just stop at the um high school, just continued. And then I, you have someone in my family graduated from college. Okay, thank you, Arpo. Um, this question goes out to Mr. Man and Triple J's mom because they're the only ones that are raising children, have raised children and stuff. So, Triple J's mom. Yes. With what you said about what you would change, how would you do it with your children so it's not that way? Oh, boy. Um, well, first of all, raising children, I've said this to a few people um, that I am in passing. Raising children, it is a it is a ongoing learning experience. Um, it takes patience and it takes, <laughs> I, I don't wanna say practice, but it, it definitely does take patience. Now, as far as discipline goes, 
with my firstborn, I went straight straight to spankings because that is what I was taught. That is what I was shown. Okay, if you're not going to listen, yes, I'm going to warn you. But if you're not going to listen, I'm going to hit you in order to get you to, to, to listen. What made it so that I stopped was was the effect that it had the last time I spanked him with a belt. It, I'm not going to mention anything else, but I did spank with the belt. And then I, and I, this was when I think he was, I think he was four. And when I saw what I did, I was just like, you know what? I'm not going to do this anymore because this is not working. So I had to come up with different ways to, to get him to get back on track in school. First of all, I, I gave him a spank. And for those that were wondering, I spanked him because he was misbehaving in school. And I did talk to him a couple times and I warned him, like, listen, this is what's going to happen if you don't do what I say and act the way I'm telling you to act. And all he was doing was he was he was being himself. He was being a, a normal four year old going on five year old child, someone with a lot of built up energy. And again, this is my firstborn. I'm still learning and I'm still remembering how it was when I was coming up. Now, as time went on, I changed it and I started to. Realize spankings are is is that's not that shouldn't be the first thing that you go to. So that's what the that was the first thing your parents went to when you were four years old. They spanked you with the belt. Well, I can't remember what they did when I was four. Okay, but so I will said, say, hold on, because you said that you saw this because this is what you grew up on. So you saw your parents spank a child when they were four years old with the belt. I've seen I've seen children being spanked. Yes, I've seen my At my father. Yes, with the belt. Okay, I'm gonna carry on with 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 this con with, with with what I was saying. This um, imposter. No, it's I didn't know imposter. I was the imposter, true Aquarian. I'm gonna continue on with, with what I was saying. And as time went on, I decided that I'm not. I can't keep going down the road because it's not working, and all it's doing is just it's 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 hurting him physically and it's hurting me because I don't like to see my child cry. So I started to take stuff from him and slowly because I was taking his favorite things from him in order to get him to understand like listen, I need for you to get out. I need for you to listen. Um, it started to work. He started to go to school and behave himself the way he was supposed to. And it actually helped with my um my two youngest ones because I try not to go straight to spankings or pops and stuff like that. I do warn them. I do take stuff from them. I do redirect them. A lot of times parents don't, they don't talk to their children. And then some parents do too much talking. So I, I guess, in my opinion, it depends on the child that you're raising. I mean, but wouldn't you say that's your fault because you're raising them? I mean, and not saying like you're your bad mom. None. That's not coming out of my mouth at all. But wouldn't it be you're the reason why they're acting this way? If they're your child, they are a reflection of you. But then again, you were the person who said you didn't want to be your child's friend for some reason. For someone with, yes, well, I'm, I'm going to say this, and this is not me trying to be smart, but until everyone on here has a child and raises them, you cannot sit up and you can, you can have your opinion. You know, everyone is entitled to their own opinion, but until you have that first one, you've actually gone through raising a child from the time that they were born up until whatever age they are, you can have all the opinions in the world, but until that happens, you, there's nothing much you can really say. I did the best that I could with what I was with what I saw coming up and with what you know what I 
Okay. Um, just because I didn't push a child out, I didn't have a cesarean, does not mean I did not raise children. I've actually helped raise several children. No, they did not call me mommy, but yeah, I do see that that being a reflection of yourself, even if you are learning, because as you said, it's, we, we learn as we get older. That's just, that's, that's what happens. But yeah, just because they don't call me mommy and I didn't push them out or didn't carry them for nine months does not mean I have, did not help raise children. And I've helped raise children through the good and the bad. Mr. Mann, when you were younger, was there something that you wanted to change as a child when it comes to being, when it comes to the generational curses and stuff? You see your daddy or your mother do something and it may not have been something that you wanted to do. Like, was it something that you wanted to change? Yeah, well, if you're going to go to my mother, nothing. My mother was a perfect mother as far as I was concerned. And my brothers and sisters was concerned. My father used to drink. And I made in my mind if I was not going to grow up and become a drinker. And he was a cusser. I said I wasn't going to do that. Yeah, there, there are certain things that I that, that people want to say. Oh, if you come from this type of neighbor, uh, family, that's what you're going to be when you grow up. And this is going to happen to you, and that's going to happen to you, which is not true. But you said, I don't believe in that. But a lot of things you're saying about having children and beating them and talking to your children and communicating with the children, I think a lot of times people don't even remember what a beating is or what they got as far as being punished. Because I beat my children. My wife beat my children. But abuse? No. Uh, did we scar them up and break bones and leave marks on them? No. Did we try talking to them? Yes. Did we try Hi. taking them to church? We took them to church every time we went to church we they went to church we all got in the car and went to church didn't stay home and say y'all go to church and go learn from the lord or what my greatest uh thing was be an example if i was the example for them what they need to do, do in life that's that was okay with me learning to work go to church take care of yourselves Put, make good examples of you of, of what happens. That's what. Okay, you said something about going to church. So, in my research of looking up generational curses and stuff, and tradition and family, there was a lot of it talked about religion and stuff. And so, my thing, my question to you, Mister Man, is: Did you force your children to go to church, or was it, hey, I'm going to church, y'all going to church with me? Did you give them an option? Was it a forceful thing? Because a lot of people growing up, people say, oh, yeah, I had to bring my children. They didn't want to come. But I, I want to know what your opinion was that. Did you force your children to go to church? When they were, was that that generational curse thing where, oh, yeah, you, 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 you got to go to church? No. Because in 19, I joined the church in 1956. And it wasn't forced to go. My children joined the church when they wanted to join the church. They came. Now, once they became older, like high school, that was it. They stopped going. They got, when we left, when I went to church, they went. 
and it was not. I I I I would not have. To, I would have to ask each one of them were they forced to go to church. And it might not have been. It may have said, "Yeah, it was forced." There was no decision to make. We went to church. You learned about the Lord. Now, after a certain age, they stopped going. They weren't forced to go. That was left right strictly up to them to do with go or not go. Go out and get a job. Go to college. It was a forced thing that you had to graduate from high school. Yes, that was something that I was very proud to have. Nine children, and all nine of them graduated from high school. Some went to college, some went out and got jobs. It's not stopping that they still can't go to college if they want to go today or, or later on in life. That's strictly up to them. Okay. That being said, E. Mac, you seem like you're the golden child of your family. Do you think your parents are proud of you? Um, yes, I do believe that my parents are proud of me. Um, I'm sure that there are things that I could be doing a lot better, but I think they're proud of me. Art Boo, are your parents proud of you? Yes. Yes, they are. Raven, are your parents proud of you? Yes, I know one of my parents would say all the time that they are proud of me. Either way, if I messed up and she'll still say that I'm proud. One was like, one, my father would be like, um, action speak louder than word. I'll be doing it. But he still doesn't say it. But you know what? That doesn't matter. Because I know I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. I guess that's kind of like that love thing. With some people don't say it, they show it. Triple J's mom. Are your parents proud of you? I would have to say they are. I would be the one that believe that they are. Uh, my mother used to tell me all the time, I'm proud of you. You're doing the best that you can. And... Yeah, I, I believe they are. Are you proud of your children? Every day I have breath in my body, I'm proud of them. Okay. Mr. Mann, are you proud of all the nine children or 20 children? I don't know. I forgot how many children you said you had or raised. Are you proud of them? I'm proud of all 13 of them. Now, I think it was 20 one time. Now, this, it was nine early, and now it's 13. Somebody keep count, please. <laughs> but, you know, there's, there's things people do. There are, there are people that grew up in this world, human beings, that will tell you, I love you, I love you, I love you, but don't never show love. Then there's people that show love, and they only say, I love you, on a, on a limited amount of time. I'm one of them people. I'm one of you that would show love. And I don't sit around and tell people I love you, I love you, I love you. And I know a lot of people love to want to hear that. But I just believe in showing action speaks louder than words. So you weren't one of those parents that said I'm proud of you either? I show how proud I am of you. 
I may not have said it a whole lot of times. And I would really have to sit down for about two or three years and think about that. Pass. E. Mac, were you about to say something? Um, yes, I was going to actually ask you, how do you feel? Do you feel your parents are proud of you? The imposter? Um, one told me all the time. Uh, she said I did something that none of her children ever did, which was like, okay. <laughs> but I um, mean, you know, I'm... Uh, what was I'm, that? In some aspects... What was it? Sorry, that's too personable. Too personable. In some aspects... Um, I'm an overachiever when it comes to certain things or whatever. Um, and that's just because of my dynamic in the family, which we're about to dive into, trying to figure out exactly who or what role we have in the family. Um, obviously, um, Mr. Mann would be, I think it's the patriarch of his family because he's a male. I don't know if he's the oldest male, but I, would, I don't know. He's seasoned. He said something about 1954. I don't think that was the, I don't know if that was the year he was born because I don't think when you go to church, yeah, you could uh, say, yes, I believe in God and stuff. But yeah, if he's like, how old were you in, in 1954, Mr. Man? Old enough to eat cornbread without choking. Oh, okay. <laughs> and old enough to say, yes, you receive God as your uh personal lord and savior that's saying they did personal lord and savior no you were old enough no, to say that no 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 i'm not, I'm not, not gonna i'm not gonna i didn't say 1954 you misheard that young lady oh uh, okay okay yeah it's too personable but no no it's not because he gave dates yes it is it's too personable no it's not okay so my thing that my mother said to me that something her children, none of her other children had ever done um, was I went somewhere by myself on, it wasn't a whim, but I went to go start a new life. No, it did not work out the way that I had expected. And yeah, there you go. Circumstances are what they are. Um, What role do you play in your family? Are you the golden child, firstborn, the black sheep? Are you the one... The, the scapegoat are you the what do you call it the one who is always on the fence who are you art boo who are you are you the strong silent type that just sits there and just lets everything unfold in a family squabble um i'm not really sure um i know um I am quiet on certain occasions when somebody wants to look at me and try to get my, um, not advice, um, advice, some opinion? Um, opinion or trying for, for me to agree with them of what, what the situation was or is, but. I do not know at the moment. I, I really don't. Raven, how about you? Uh, yeah, I'll ask the questions and then someone can ask me. <laughs> um, Mac, we know you the golden child, so uh, Triple J's excuse mom, me, who are you? Excuse me, excuse me. You asked Art Boo who she was <laughs> and her family. <laughs> I would like the opportunity to express how I feel since you 
the imposter, true Aquarian, have put all these labels on things. Golden child, black sheep, scapegoat. What are we in a petting zoo? Um, no, I just, I don't know. I just consider myself to be the oldest. Um, my mom is gone. God bless her and rest her soul. So I would assume that I would be called the matriarch. That's kind of heavy to take on that role. You ready for that? Like, is you sure? I mean, if my family needs me for something and I'm able to provide it and to do it just like any, I would assume any other matriarch would do, they're going to do that. They're going to do what they have to do to make sure that their family has what they need. Um, I don't know. I would have to reach out to my siblings and my living parent to ask if you ask me to do something, do I, do I not do it? Okay. So you're taking the hero role. Look at you. Who's the rescuer? <laughs> Who was the rescuer in their family? Raven, are you the nurturer, the power broker, the lost child, the clown, the switchboard, the hero, the rescuer, scapegoat? None of them. I'm the youngest, and it was me and my my youngest brother. We was all together. Me, me and him was together, and we just took we just stuck together. I don't know, like. I don't know. I don't think I'm neither of them. I will say I have, uh, I'm not the hero. I have a hero sister. Um, I actually have two heroes that I can, like if I need something, I'm, I can reach out to them if I need help with something. But And I feel like everybody should have that though. So I just wanted to add that little tidbit in and give them a little shout out. They know who they are. I guess y'all blushing, whoever y'all know who y'all are. Hopefully y'all listening. Um, Triple J's mom, who are you? The hero, the rescuer, scapegoat, switchboard, power broker, lost child, clown, cheerleader, or the nurturer? I think you should um, give us definitions on all the names. Oh my, this is going to take forever. Nurturer, the person is the one that emotionally supports others. They are there for everyone to help th to help them through their problems. They often meditate between different, mediate between different members. Nurturers are seen in healthy families. Cheerleader, the family member supports and encourages each other. Each others, they are similar to the rescuer in that they help others, but they do not neglect their own self care in doing so cheerleaders are seen in healthy families the clown the clown always makes jokes and kids around to lighten the mood they attempt to make things amusing so they can so that they can deflect from real problems the family has lost child the lost child is a member who makes themselves invisible to avoid conflicts within the family according to what um Art Boo said that's her. No, don't do Power that. Power broker. Don't this do that. Don't do that. controls everything. Don't do that. Switchboard. The switchboard is a family member who is who has all of the information. It's like the gossiper. Scapegoat. The family member is this family member is the one that is usually labeled the troublemaker. The rescuer. The rescuer is the family member that is always doing everything for everyone else. The okay. Hero. Okay, the okay, okay. Is given to the family member who is seen as the golden child. The end. Okay. All right, we get, it, the we get it. We get it.
heroin. E. Mac. Triple J mom, what you hear? I guess I'm the jokester. I like to I like the joke about or clown jokester, whatever. I'm the clown. I like to <laughs> deflect from the things that's going on and I just like to laugh. So I think I'm the clown. I think we should change your name to Harley. Thank ya. Mr. Man, I don't know if you have siblings or had siblings. Which were you? I think that proves that he's a clown. Yeah, another clown. We have a lot of things you said. I think each and every one of us can put three or four of them under our names and say that's what we do. You don't have to be a clown and think that's a bad situation or a joker or the hero or the heroine or hero brave person the talker the resolver we all make that makes up a family or makes up parts of a family okay true so what are you so i used to always call myself the black sheep so that's kind of like what is it called what is that one the lost child in a way but when i looked up what the black sheep was, a member of the family who is regarded as a disgrace to it. Now, I can say, yes, yes, yes. In some lights, that is me. Um, in some lights, it's the lost child, but that's when I was younger. Now, and as you said, Mr. Man, they, we most likely have a few of these titles under our, these roles under our belt, because I know I am the hero. I know I'm the rescuer. I know I'm the clown at times. I'm still the lost child. And I definitely know I am the mother freaking power broker. But yeah, I know that. Um, <laughs> I don't know if anyone else in this group believed that they were the black sheep. But have y'all ever thought y'all were the black sheep of the family? Most definitely. I don't think, I, I don't, there's no doubt in my mind that people um, think that they're, they're the black sheep of the family. Because, you know, some people probably just use the word and say, I'm the black sheep, and they don't know the definition of what of what it means, you know? I guess it just, I yeah. guess it, it depends on what's going on in your life at the yeah, moment. Yeah, the situation, the situation that's in your life, whatever, whatever's going on, whatever happened at that certain part, part of the time of your Okay. Okay, but like I said, I always thought that I was black sheep, but I don't see me being a disgrace to my family. But I see me being, in a way, pushed away. What were you going to say, Art Bull? Well, now um, that those uh, definitions, those um, roles, those roles were defined. Ex yeah, defined. I can't agree with mr um mr main that um we carry we carry roles. yeah we we carry multiple roles we do mm -hmm. some of us can will be there we all be there for each other when the we're, we're in the um in the need of need to be happy 
or need a shoulder to cry on or anything like oh that. my gosh our boy you start to sing a song <laughs> She always don't goes to that and it's that Whitney. That. Song, right? Oh my gosh, I'm sitting it's over here thinking about that. Yes, count on me, right to my. <laughs> I mean, because hey, like Miss um, Imposter has said, this is a touchy situation. It is, is a touchy um conversation. It's not a touchy conversation. It's just a it's 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 hard because it is about family and. Ah, oh, family is so it, it, it's 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 so much when it comes to family. Like you have family that you may not talk to anymore because of something that may have been said or done. Um, you have family that you may say, okay, well, this is my best friend right here, but this one right there, oh, I don't, I don't bump with that one because that one has too much mouth. That one doesn't see the things that I see, or you know, it's just it's it's or, a lot when it comes. Or you just don't talk to families because of the stuff that's, that happened to you and is spread throughout the family. And it'd it be messy. And then when the, when the family member comes up to you, like, that happened to you? Like, what happened yesterday? Or any anything that happened, and you're surprised that the person knows. Or that you're the hot topic of every every conversation. Like, yep. did you hear that this happened with such and such? Oh, my gosh. Which I can never understand because if you're an adult living your own life, you should be able to live your own life without the people that you say, excuse me, without the people that claim to love you sitting back and gossiping about your life and your situations. So it's 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 a lot of stuff when it comes to, again, Yes, yeah, I also agree that I also agree with that. But um Miss Imposter had said me being um the invisible child, it's all right, me I don't like going come between other people. I mean I don't know who side I'm supposed to take. Like, yes, you're saying this is true, but it's kind of um, complicated. Like, I don't like this. I don't like being in this situation. But right is so, right. So, so I'm not like, the person that's right. Again, y'all both are right, but y'all want mm-mm, me to mm-mm. agree with at least one of y'all. No, this is the thing. Y'all both are right. Y'all both are wrong. But I cannot choose between both of y'all. I'd rather have y'all be mad at me instead of um like me not saying anything. I'm like, okay, well, I, I can just sit here and be quiet and like, okay. They they'll they'll figure it out. I'm good. Until something happens, then I'll step in. On that note, I want to ask a question to everybody, but I'm going to start with Raven. And this is just how I wrote it, the question. You could be living your best life and it's all due to them. Do you blame your parents for how your life turned out thus far? And as I said, it could be a good way. Like, it, hey, you could live your life the best way. It's not a bad thing, but yeah. Do you blame your parents for how your life turned out thus far? No. I don't blame my parents for how my life had um, 
turn out because right now I'm just I'm chilling. No kids. Um and I'm shut up. <laughs> and uh just I just I, I feel like I'm living my best life just being a homebody. E. Mac, do you blame your your parents for how your life turned out thus far? So I like to break words down. Blame has a negative connotation on it. Oh, I know. So I'm going to say I give my parents credit for the way my life turned out because my life is not terrible as an adult with the things that I've I've been through throughout my life, throughout my however many years I've been on earth because, you know, never tell as a woman. But... Um, I give them credit that with those things, I didn't go crazy. Um, they were there to support me. I'm working, living a very healthy life. And without the example of strength, I don't believe I would be where I am. So I give them credit. And again, that is the typical answer of a golden Whatever, whatever. I thought this was a judge-free um, zone Bull. with the, just a group of dope <laughs> no, people. Uh-huh, mm-hmm. She over here got me <laughs> saying stuff like, what? I'm, I'm surprised. Look at you. Okay. I'm <sighs> Art Boo, do you credit slash blame your parents for how your life wait, turned wait, out? Wait, before we go, before you go any further, there's one word I can't get used to y'all saying, and that's the word dope. Please explain what that word means because it's a negative, negative everyone was talking at once but a groovy a groovy group of people is that better because you know that's part of your time now if you want to use dope a hip if you want to use people. the word dope if you want to use the word dope just let everybody know what the word mean like you know in my generation that was a negative statement. But now I know it doesn't mean negative. Right. When used as an adjective, it means very good. That suit is dope. Just to use it in a sentence. Or, um, Raven, what's that new word? A bussing group of people. That's Should we use that, Raven? No. <laughs> <laughs> Art Boom, do you credit slash blame your parents for your life thus far? Yes, I blame so no. I don't blame them at all. I I actually would like to thank them for how I turned out. I hopefully the right side. Not upside down, but the right Hush side. up. Triple chase. I, I thank I them for um, for how I turned up, uh, out. How I turned out. Okay. Sunny side up. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Be quiet. <laughs> Triple J's mom, would you credit, do you credit your parents slash blame them for how your life turned out thus far? I will say that they set the bar or the examples as to how we should be living our lives. So I do thank them for that. Um, but I do not blame them for 
not meeting the expectations that I set for myself back when I was a teenager, from when I graduated high school. There are a lot of things that I wanted to do that I, I will never blame my parents for. It was my decision not to finish college. It was my decision to have the children that I have. And it is my decision to continue living the life that I live. No, I do not feel like a failure because even though I didn't reach those heights, that a lot of people have reached by going to school and getting those degrees. I've accomplished a lot. I have been able to birth three children. A lot of children. A lot of people can't can't say that. Um, for those out there that can't say that cannot say that they um, can't be parents. <clears throat> believe me, it takes more than just giving birth to kids and making them a parent. As the the imposter that you're acquiring has stated on this podcast tonight. Um, but no, I do not blame them for any shortcomings of my life. I do thank them for for showing me what it is to be a Christian, a mother, a supporter, a hard worker, and just loving. So thank you. I love it. It is the funniest thing because I blame my parents for everything thus far, how my life turned out. I am a hard working woman. I blame y'all for that. Do y'all hear me? I blame I'm blaming y'all for me being a hard working woman. I blame y'all for me paying my bills. I blame my parents on that. Because without them, without me seeing them and stuff, I would not have been doing it. I'd have been just like anybody else, you know, not blaming their parents for those good things because they taught me those things. They strive to teach their their children those things. I blame my parents for making me the strong black woman that I am today. Mr. Mann, do you blame your parents for anything? See, you know, you took it away from me because I was going to say, yeah, I blame my parents. I blame my father because he made me be a good work. We all love the work. We got jobs. I had my brother. took him a long time to learn to let that lesson creep into his body. But we all love to work and we work. We all, my mother, we all love going to church and we still go to church. Television in person, whatever, treating each other fairly. It's, it's just, yeah, I blame them. <laughs> I blame them John Twisted people. I'm sorry, who is John and Twisted? My mother and father. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so, Mr. May, I have a quick question. I know we're probably about to wrap this up, but I have a quick question. Um, do you feel as though you were drugged as a child? All the time. Drug. I'm, I'm trying to understand what you mean. Was I drugged? Yeah, I was drugged to go to church. That's and what it, I was talking about. Lord, I wondered if you remember. The Lord got me. I'm a, a junkie of God. And I love it. He shoots him up every Thank Sunday. You, I'm a junkie to working. I love working. I am a junkie to supporting my children, paying my bills, doing all those things that you were taught to do. Yeah, that's why I say I blame my parents. I blame them. I blame them. Looking at him being the imposter. Yeah, because you said yours before I could get to say mine. Well, everybody, this is Baldwin Talk. I am the imposter, a.k.a. the true Aquarian. We'll be back next week with the completion of Family and Generational Curses Part 2. This is Art Boo. You have a nice one. What?
This is Raven. Y'all have a good night. This is Triple J's mom. Y'all have a great evening and a great weekend. Thanks. And this is E.Mac wishing everyone a good evening. Thank you, Lord. God bless you and have a nice day.